Independence Day, all you pro-gun bullies and magnum-packing patriots, and happy birthday, America. If you're Woo. watching from the United States, happy 4th of July. If you're watching from anywhere else, my condolences. Happy 4th of July, Tyler. Woo, it's a great day. Woo, USA. As John Adams said, this weekend should be solemnized with pomp and parade with shows, games, sports, guns. Gun. Bells, bonfires, and illumination from one end of this continent to the other from this time forward and forevermore. Couldn't have said it better myself. Shit, yeah, my buddy. Woo. Fourth of July. I hope y'all are celebrating. We're celebrating. We got a whole lot of America behind us. Got a Thompson, a Grease Gun, an M4. Yep. All of which have defended freedom over the years. Hell yeah. Watered the tree of liberty with the blood of tyrants. Yep. Mm, it feels good to be in America today. You bet. But jumping right into the swing of things, last week we asked you, the Magnum Pack and Patriots who tune into the show, what does Gage even mean? Talking about shotguns. Yeah. yeah. We had some uh, good responses. We had some good, a couple of smart asses out there said, it's the size of the barrel, dumbass. <laughs> Touche. Luckily, the first person who answered, who's the winner of our shirt, Randy Bounds. Randy Bobandy. Randy Bobandy got it right. Gauge is actually the diameter of that barrel in lead balls to equal a pound. So a 12 gauge, uh, a 12 gauge ball would be one one twelfth of a pound. Yep. In lead balls. Yep. Fun fun fact. That's just a fun fact. Share it with your friends. We got a new quiz for you. Again, first winner to answer correctly wins a dope National Association for Gun Rights T-shirt. Free men, which is appropriate for the 4th of July, I'd exactly, say. Exactly, yeah. Free men do not ask permission to bear arms. It's a badass t-shirt. Hellpecker, yeah, I want one. Yeah. All right, this week's question. What state has the most signatures on the Declaration of Independence? No it, cheating. No cheating, no Google sleuthing. First one to answer below in the YouTube comments gets that dope-ass shirt free of charge. Yeah, free. Yeah, I mean, you can't beat it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome stuff. All right. So we, we had some fun this week. A new segment. We've we've shown you all our guns. We've looked at some nifty guns that we've unboxed. But this time we, we went to the experts and had the the lead instructor for the National Association for Gun Rights take the Pepsi Challenge with a few dope-ass guns. We call it Blind Man's Blaster. We hope you enjoy it as much as we did. This is Blind Man's Blaster. Our contestant today is the lead firearms instructor for the National Association for Gun Rights, Mr. Eric Jones. Are you excited to play the game, Eric? I am very Fantastic. excited. Fantastic. Tyler, why don't you tell him how to play? All right, so we got three handguns on the table. You're going to grade them on a scale of one to five. One to one, five. One being the worst, five being the best. Um, on how it feels in your hand. Mm. Mm. Two, ergonomics. Okay. Ergonomics three. of controls. And three, Trigger. All right. Okay. Alrighty. And then at the end, he's going to pick one that he likes the best, and then he can try to guess which one's which or what he thinks they are. So Exciting stuff. Yes. Sounds good. Let's right. get started. I'm going to bring one to your hands right now. For the people watching back home, these have all been safety checked. The slide is locked to the rear, and the magazine is inserted. These are all common concealed carry firearms chambered in 9mm Luger. How's that? How's that feel in your hand there? It feels good. It's a little. It's a little thinner than I like. Um, smaller grip probably makes my hands look big. So it's a good thing, right? It's always so a bonus. I like it. Um, 
I mean, I assume I'm pointing in a safe direction yes, here because I'm going to dry fire it. All right, so if you got that um, grip feel on a score of one to five, what do you what do you grade this one? You know, I, I like it. It's a little bit thinner than what I'm used to, but okay. um, with the extended magazine, I can get all my fingers on the gun, which is important to me. So I feel like this is a pretty good grip, but a little thinner than what I'm used to. One to five, what do you give it? I give this a three and a half, but again, that is a opinion according to what I'm used to. Okay, how about um, those controls, the ergonomics of the... I shoot left-handed and of course they left me out over here with any controls on the left. <laughs> um, I do feel some controls on the right. I think I feel a manual safety here. Uh, tiny, hard to get to, not a fan. And the slide release is there, but as a lefty I don't usually use the slide release. Hard to get to, hard to find. Again, not controls that I'd be using on this gun. One to five, what do you give those controls? Two and a half. Two and a half, okay. And the trigger, you already gave it one you go. Know, what do you the think triggers, of the trigger? Trigger's good. It's typical for a self-defense firearm. I give that a two and a half, three, three. We'll okay, all right. Let's try gun number two. Gun numero dos. Again, safety cleared, mags inserted. Hmm, that's a little. The first one, okay. What are your first opinions here? Um, again, small grip, pinky hanging off, I don't like. With the magazine in it, I can get a full purchase on the gun, so I would definitely need that extended magazine. This feels like a single stack grip to me, so I would give ergonomics in my hand a, a three. Um, okay. Trigger, I'm gonna take the mag out. I like that trigger better than the first gun. Okay. First gun has that really curved shoe. Um, this gun has a straighter trigger, which I'm a little more used to. So I'd give this trigger a, a four. Wow. Okay. As far as a self-defense gun, I'm not going to compare this to you know a 1911 trigger or something like that. But um, ergonomics, again, they've left us lefties out over here, but over on the right side um, no manual safety which i like and i do feel slide release pretty tiny pretty hard to get to but so i'd give ergonomics on the controls of three okay a three all right. okay all right we got one more for you to try out there you go sir you guys like these little gripped guns okay so <laughs> tried to keep them all of the same category for today Again, uh, grip feels good, but I would have to have the mag. Out of all three grips, I like this one the best. Okay. Um, I'd give this grip a four. It's It feels like a single stack, but um, I do like, this one feels like it kind of curves back around my hand better. Mm, he likes the curves. So let me try the trigger. Meh. Not a fan of that trigger. It's okay. where you think it's going to break. It just mushes another, you know, half the trigger pull. So trigger pull on this, I'm going to give a two. Okay. Grip, I'd give a four. Um, ergonomics as far as controls. Again, the world hates us lefties. <laughs> for good reason. No love for the freaks. Um, I don't <laughs> feel a manual safety, which I prefer. Slide lock is average. Again, ergonomics on the controls, a, a three. Okay. Three. All right. All right. All right. So 
All now right. the big decision. If you had, based on only what you've just experienced, to choose one to carry every day, what is your choice? Gun one, two, or three? Gun two. Gun two. All right. And so last, can you tell us what was gun number one, number two, and number three? Yeah, number one was a Smith & Wesson shield. That manual safety gave it away. Plus, it just... I knew it immediately when I felt it. Gun two was a Glock 43, I believe it's a 43, not a 43X. And I'm, uh, everybody knows I'm a Glock guy. I knew instantly that trigger was a Glock trigger. And then the third gun is a Walther of some sort. Um, I thought it was maybe a little P22, but then the magazine felt like a nine millimeter of some sort. So the third one was a Walther. Why don't you go ahead and take off that headband and see how you did. Dun, dun, dun. Correct, correct, and uh, not correct. The third gun was in fact a SIG P365, but two out of three is not bad for completely blindfolded. I think you crushed it, sir. I would probably like it more than, uh, now that I know not, what it is. I think I this was, was a good a study of, um, yeah. good study of our, our biases, perhaps. Yeah. yeah, and the Glock trigger just gave that away. Sure, sure so. definitely the safety was a giveaway for the shield, and the trigger on the Glock is yeah. something that you know very well. Yep. You usually but say that you're a Glock fanboy, but given the color of this, would you say you're a Glock fangirl? Yeah, uh, the, the whole world gets to know that out of these three fine firearms, you chose the Tiffany blue Glock, ladies if and gentlemen. If I could have felt the blue <laughs> in my hand, I may not have chosen. Fair enough. Fair All enough. right, but All I think right. you did a great job. Two out of three ain't bad. But um, what would you say for anyone considering any of these pistols? I would say any one of these is great. They're all striker-fired guns. I'm a big fan of striker-fired guns. I would avoid anything with a manual safety because it's going to require Agreed. more training. Um, but other than that, either one of these, any of these three guns would make great concealed carry firearms. Well, that just about does it. Uh, thank you for joining the show today. And Anytime. I think you did a great job. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right. Great stuff there from uh, Eric Jones, the lead firearms instructor of National Association for Gun Rights. He ended up getting two out of three correct. Not too shabby. Blind Man's Blaster Challenge. Mm. But, um, yeah, we poked a little fun at him, but he did a great job. But, uh, Frazier, I want to go back and talk about Pop back. Independence Day. Woo! Independence Day. And so... Like the Will Smith movie? No, the actual one. The real one. The real okay. one. So... One that's already happened, not the one that's going to happen. Yeah, so I got some notes here because I I have a terrible memory. Huh. Officially, the Continental Congress declared its freedom from Great Britain on July 2nd, 1776. Coincidentally, that's when this podcast be dropping. Yeah, wow. today. So when the Congress voted to approve a resolution submitted by a delegate, Richard Henry Lee of Virginia, declaring, quote, that these united colonies and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British, British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved. Mm. So that, that kind of brings up the discussion. When is the official Independence Day? Because I know we celebrate it on July 4th, but it was officially declared on July 2nd. It's true. What, what's your take on that? I don't want to change things up, but I think July 2nd makes a lot of sense. Today. But, yeah, yeah today, I say celebrate the whole damn weekend. We got 4th of July on a Sunday. Celebrate the whole month. Whole month. Whole month. Independence exactly. month. 
Exactly. Everything else gets a month. Why can't America get a month? <laughs> exactly. That's right. Go shoot off some fireworks every day. It was my pride month, American pride. Yeah. Mm. Shoot your Whoa. guns. Woo! I know ammo's a little scarce, but... Yeah. John Adams said shoot your guns. Yeah. Are you going to... Are you going to disobey John Adams, in the people? Name, in the name of America, just shoot your guns. For America. For America. Say, suck it, England. Roundhouse the queen in the face and shoot your guns. Yeah. Woo! So, after voting on independence on July 2nd, the Connell Congress then needed to draft a document explaining the move to the public. And it took exactly two days for Congress to agree on the edits, hence the July 4th Independence Day yeah. celebration. So... That essentially is why the Declaration says, in Congress, July 4th, 1776, because that is the day that it was approved and signed in Philadelphia. So, just a great just stuff. A fun fact there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think anyone who tuned into the Alan West podcast knows the story of um, Battle of Concord, where the British troops were actually confiscating American firearms. That's, that's how this country started. Our fight for independence, our roots are in the fight to save the gun rights of the American people. And I'm proud to sit here next to you, my good buddy, yeah. and carry on that legacy. Proud to be here. And I think it's safe to say that our founders said, hell no to the British, hell mm. no to the gun grabbers. Yeah. And that's why I have this picture here of the ugliest mother trucker you can think of, <laughs> Beto O'Rourke. You know what? Hell no, Beto. Hell no. Not up in here. Screw you. Woo! Woo! USA! 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 Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I'm feeling good. You bet. Cheers, my friend. Woo! Boom. And for your viewing pleasure, or for a little misery for your ears, we got some footage of Sleepy Joe talking about his views on your Second Amendment rights. I hope you uh, disdain it as much as we do. All right, here we go. We got President Biden talking about gun control last week. Let's see what he has to say. Roll tape, boys. Able to purchase a gun, and there's still right, too many loopholes, and that's just real quick, guys. This isn't cool. You know, don't play the president at half speed. It's not funny. Just play him at normal speed. Oh, this is full speed. This is full speed. Yeah. This is how this old bastard talks. I guess. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Play. <laughs> And today, enough rogue gun dealers feel like they, they can get away with selling guns to people who aren't legally allowed to own them. And I might add, the Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you Pause. could own. You couldn't. Pretty sure back at the time that the Second Amendment was written, you could own a freaking cannon. Yeah. So I don't know what this crotchety old kook is, is on about. And his his rogue gun dealers comment is pretty pretty stupid as well. I think of the the good old boys that work at our gun stores, and they're damn fine Americans. But clearly, this cat just disdains every American gun owner. Right. I <laughs> rogue gun dealers. I mean, you don't have federal Go FFLs rogue. out there who are <laughs> like, oh, let's sell the criminals today. Yes. You know, rogue rogue gun deals going through a rig a rigorous licensing oh my process God. and. Cutting through all that red tape. Dipshit yeah. doesn't know anything. All right. Play. By cannon. Those who say the blood of the, <laughs> the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff. And all the stuff. have to move against the government. 
Well, the he doesn't know if this is, is real life or a cartoon a right now. <laughs> but the Patriots, what's happened is that there never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. Pause. The point is... I think um, some nom vets could probably chime in on this one because the, the VC did a pretty good job taking on our government with uh, sticks covered in poop buried in holes. Yeah. But they didn't have no nukes and F-15s, and I was in Afghanistan. They had pressure cookers and shit, but, <laughs> but yeah, F-15 and nukes, that's what, that's what he wants to take on the American gun owners with. Wow. Continue. That has always been the ability to limit, rationally limit, the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. The last time we had data, data. on this issue of uh, who was purchasing guns was more than 20 years ago. 5% of gun dealers, turns out, in the study we did, showed that 90% of illegal guns were found at the crime scenes sold by 5% of gun dealers. 5% sold 90% of the guns found at crime scenes. And the, uh, these merchants of death are breaking the law for New band name, merchants of death. They're dips. selling guns that are killing innocent people. It's wrong. It's unacceptable, as the Attorney General says. Was that a, a glitch in our video, dealers, or is that just and the violent like criminals that freezing for a moment own. as a person? <laughs> in April, I announced that the Justice Department is going to be issuing an annual report on gun trafficking so we can update that data. Today, the department is announcing, as they just did, a major crackdown on stem the flow of guns used to commit violent crimes. It's zero tolerance for gun dealers who willfully violate key existing laws and regulations. Pause. Let me repeat. I will say that 99.9% of gun dealers are not willfully selling guns and disobeying the law because there is immense amounts of paperwork that you have to go through. And if you, you don't for an FFL. Yeah, if you don't cross your T's <laughs> and dot your I's, boom, that's a strike on your FFL. Yep. You get three strikes, you're out. You're done. Yeah, these are the people that Sleepy Joe is targeting. Exactly. Poor old Tyler can barely read and he's you know, he, he misses a misses a signature on a piece of paperwork. They're gonna put his ass exactly. in jail. Yeah. This, it, this is a boy that won't do well in jail. Yeah, yes. the same Justice Department that he's wanting to crack down on Tyler and his FFL is the ones that are funneling funneling guns to the cartel. Yeah, it, it's just ridiculous yeah. because literally you have mounds and mounds of paperwork that you have to do right. And if you miss a signature or you don't check one box, boom, that's a strike against your FFL. Hmm. That, what the hell? Yeah. Screw, so. screw punishing real criminals. This is what we need to be doing. Exactly. So, all right, wow. keep rolling. Zero tolerance. If you willfully sell a gun to someone who's prohibited from possessing it, if you will... Wake up, Mr. President. <laughs> ...willfully fail to run a background check, if you willfully falsify a record, if you willfully fail to cooperate with the tracing requests or inspections, my message to you is this. We'll find you, and we will seek your license to sell guns. We'll make sure you can't sell death and mayhem on our streets. Pause. It's an out. So he, he wants to crack down on law-abiding gun dealers who are already going through all this paperwork. But what he fails to recognize is that most criminals don't go to a gun store and buy mm. a gun. They get it on the streets, you know, the so-called black market or whatever. You get a crack down on them, 
Yeah. Instead of the law-abiding people? Sounds like everything on here is attacking actual lawful gun owners. Who exactly. Are trying to be dealers, shopping through law- licensed dealers. This guy is an Sca- idiot. Scapegoating the law-abiding for the acts of criminals and madmen. Exactly. In in the cities that his own party has told the police to stand down. Yeah, I mean, you look at Chicago. Mm. That's the... Chicago, Portland. Chicago, Kenosha. Portland, everything. Like, DC. they have millions of gun control laws on the book. Illinois, you need a, a ID card to firearms owner ID card. And yet... No, we need more red tape, Tyler, clearly. That's clearly. what we need. Paperwork will solve this problem. All right, keep rolling. Branch has to end, and we'll end it, period. Second, we discussed disrupting illegal gun trafficking. Now, the gun lobby wants you to believe that cities that are the toughest gun, had the toughest gun laws, still the highest rates of gun Pause. violence. As is uh, put- yeah. Statistics show. That is what we want you to believe because it's the truth. Exactly. It's, it's right in front of your face, yeah. Joe. You refuse to believe it. You're an idiot. Yeah. Read a book, Gramps. <laughs> Play. It out by the group we had today in our roundtable. The, the violence is so, they argue, why do you need those gun laws if they don't work in cities that have tough laws? Don't believe it. Here's the truth. Today's conversation... Pay no attention to the truth-tellers behind the curtain. ...what we know to be the case and hear from mayors all across the country. Mayors have the power to help shape and enforce the laws in their cities. But they can't control the laws in neighboring cities and states, even though the gun legally bought there is often ends up in their streets. Mayor Scott says that 80% of the guns in Baltimore were acquired outside the city. Outside the city. It was little he can Pause. do about that. It just goes to show that no matter what states do to pass gun control laws, criminals are still going to find a way. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, whether they get funneled up from the, the southern border or. Exactly. However they get them, I'd rather he just let the law-abiding people keep, maintain the means to defend ourselves. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Keep rolling. It's not that hard. If Chicago is having gun violence and they're getting all their guns from Indiana, why is it Indiana having gun violence? <laughs> exactly. <Good> point. <laughs> so we have to act. As part of our strategy, the Justice Department is creating five new strike forces. Strike force. To crack down illegal gun trafficking and the Carters supplying weapons to cities like New York. Chicago, Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., and the Bay Area. What do those cities all have in common? These strike forces, local Strict and federal gun law enforcement and prosecutors and Demo- are going to be able to better coordinate control. the prosecution of illegal gun trafficking across city and state lines. So, illegal... <laughs> Mr. President! <laughs> ...guns sold from the back door of a gun shop in Virginia don't end door. up in a murder scene in Baltimore. And if they do, then local and federal law enforcement can better coordinate to the local law enforcement that we want to defund, back right? to a shady gun dealer and hold them accountable. Police Chief Murray of the Baltimore, uh, yeah. uh, excuse me, uh. Police Chief Murray. <laughs> Sound it out. Police Chief Murphy. Good job. Paul of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, talked about how he's coordinating more closely with the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. What could go wrong? The... Uh, Watch out, puppies in Louisiana. They're ATF. coordinating with ATF. And the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, to help take on criminal organizations committing violent crimes in the city. This kind of coordination is essential to keeping the weapons of war out of the hands of dangerous criminals, fugitives, and gangs. Pause. Gays. 
Go ahead. So he he keeps talking about the the criminals and the the gang members, so to say, committing these violent crimes. But yet all these proposals affect law-abiding citizens. Mm. It's just I can't stress that enough. Like yep, this this gun control scapegoating exactly. That's all it is is scapegoating. Yep. I was gonna say now now all of a sudden they're weapons of war. But a minute ago he was saying. You know, if you want to wage war, you need F-15 and nukes. So what is it? Is is this a weapon of war or is this useless? You can't make up his mind. Exactly. Wow. So I think I think that's all we got for the Joe Biden video. Is that right, Christian? Is that the end? Yeah. All right. So we're going to close out the show here. We it's, pre- it's probably like 2.30, so Joe needs to go to bed for the night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Take he, his nap. Yep. So Watch an episode of Matlock be in bed by 5. Right. Yeah. We appreciate you guys joining us for this podcast. Mm-hmm. If you haven't already, like, share, and subscribe. You can also find us on the major podcast pl- podcast platforms, uh, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google. Mm. Also, YouTube's. we're on YouTube. You're watching us here, probably. Here mm-hmm. um, also, <laughs> I don't want to forget this. We are still giving away these awesome Tap Rack Bank stickers. We've gotten quite a few people wanting these but if you haven't gotten yours yet for free please click the link down in the description there it is also we got a link to become an fld member and yeah. anyone who becomes a frontline defender a monthly donor to the national association for gun rights we're going to hook you up with a dope ass fld flag that you can fly with pride it's got snakes and guns on it yeah it's freaking rad and what better day to start becoming an fld member protecting your gun rights on independence Independence day Day. exactly gotta use the link below only tap rack bang viewers get the flag everyone else mm mm-mm so yep you're right oof so hot. Also, if you want to become a member of NAGR, just go to nationalgunrights.org, see what we're all about. And um, what else we got? Um, I think that's it. Yeah. So, we're going to go party. Yeah. We're going to go celebrate the whole weekend American style with Shoot guns and guns. freedom. Yep. And I hope you do the same. Happy birthday, America. I can feel you, dude. You ever bend over and smell this?